Hello, welcome to another episode of Unpacking Neuroqueerness. This is your host, George Muniz Gund. Today, I wanted to talk about why it's never a good idea to ghost an autistic person. And I speak a little bit from personal experience, but also speaking to other autistics, and we seem to share this um, in common. We feel really bad when people ghost us and it really makes us question ourselves and our self-worth and everything. Um, so I'm going to get into that because you see, I understand that for a lot of people, ghosting is just like an easy way out. They don't want the friendship to or the relationship or whatever it is to continue anymore so they just ghost the person they just never respond anything anymore and they might even still engage with other people that the person knows that is part of their bigger circle um, while not responding the person itself that is making attempts to communicate um, even if this was a solid friendship at one point, even if this was, you know, a setting where you knew the person for several years, you worked together for several years, and they just start completely ignoring you while they're still communicating with other people in that same circle. So... I just wanted to say, first, I just wanted to honor the fact that, yes, I understand it can be really hard. It stems a little bit from insecurity, um, not just emotional immaturity, but insecurity on the other person's part as well, because they're in a tough position where they don't want to really have a relationship or a friendship with that person anymore. But instead of, you know, doing the right thing and laying it out and being like, hey, I'm really sorry, I'm just really busy right now, I don't think I can keep communicating, at least for now, you know, which would be really helpful, and that is direct communication, which is really valued and really important for autistic people. But, you know, people, that makes people uncomfortable, you know. Sometimes it is uncomfortable um, to express how you're feeling. And important conversations are oftentimes uncomfortable conversations. And people, they shy away from that. Even if they might think they're mature and they might always, you know, you know, refer to themselves as being mature or whatnot, and they may be mature in some areas, it is a big sign, at least in my opinion, of emotional emotional immaturity when you decide to ghost someone, especially if you know that they're autistic and they need direct communication. And it's just going to throw them, not only is it going to throw them for a spiral of, like, their brain not understanding why they're not getting any response and that's going to drive them really crazy and, and I speak from experience on that. Um, but it's also going to make them question the relationship and question themselves and 
because we're such literal thinkers, when we get ghosted, we can't help but think, well, what was it that I did? What was it that I did? I must have done something wrong. I must have said something that came across in, in the wrong way. And that's also the trauma of being <clears throat> misunderstood by society our whole lives. Um, you automatically assume that it must have been something that you did. It must have been something that happened, something that you said, some occasion, you know, some day, some situation, you know, you said something or you did something that came across in a bad way and you just keep pounding yourself trying to figure it out, trying to figure out what was it that I said, what was it that I did, you know, how did this happen because everything was fine, everything was normal. This person was talking to me. We had a good friendship, whatever it was. And then all of a sudden, they just stopped communicating. They just completely ghost. And what hurts the most, what really, really hurts the most, is when you find out that they're still communicating with other people in your circle. So it's not even them. It's you. Or it feels like it's you. Even if it might be their insecure insecurity with their specific with this specific relationship, you can't help by taking a big hit to your self esteem because we already have very fragile self esteem. So when someone ghosts us, it it really hits us really hard, um, especially when they're ghosting you and still talking to others in the same circle. Because that's like, I'm not going to name any names, but I had, and I, I'm still getting over this in therapy because it's so hard and so traumatic, especially for an autistic person. Um, but I had a situation where I had a really good friend. We studied together for two years. She was actually just recently diagnosed neurodistinct as well, an adhd -er. And... Um, you know, we really, uh, especially towards the end of this program that we were part of, we really connected over neurodiversity and, you know, I was kind of helping her out um, with the, the terms and everything and, you know, just kind of discovering that now she has this diagnosis so late in life. She was in her 20s already at this point and, um, you know, just kind of like, trying to, you know, help her out, like, oh, this is, you know, I was late diagnosed, you know, this is what I felt, this is what I did, this is what helped me, and she did really appreciate it at the time, and we had a really good connection over that, and then the program ended, and um, we didn't communicate for a few weeks, and then I reached out a few weeks later just to check in, like, because she was moving uh, she's moving up to Seattle, uh, and so I reached out just to check in, you know, how she's doing and everything, especially with her neurodiversity journey, now that I'm so into um, neurodiversity advocacy, and she never responded, and I just found that very odd, um, and it was an initial, there was an initial shock of, like, why didn't she respond? Like, well, well we were such good friends, and we have this connection and everything was great. <coughs> so what 
what what happened, you know? <coughs> I just um <coughs> sorry. I just couldn't understand. Um what happened? You know, how did how did we go from a great stable uh friendship to just me being completely ignored? Um but anyways, you know, as time went on, I kind of like forgot about it a little bit, not really, but it I I wasn't dwelling on it so much. And then about 2 months ago, I found out from a mutual friend of ours from the same school that we went to that he was communicating with her back in September. She was responding his text messages and everything and they were engaging in great conversation. And that's what hit me very, very hard and sent me right back down into the spiral of funk. Just feeling really funky and depressed, honestly, in a little bit of a way. I don't want to use that term lightly. Um, and I've, you know, there's so much stigma around that word as well and that term. Um, and I don't want to say that it's something that's like, you know, debilitated me completely. I can still do things. I still have good stuff going on in my life. And, you know, it could be in a way worse situation. But I know that there are autistic people out there that don't have the privilege of having things going well for them in life. Um, while they're being ghosted so they can help so that can help them you know not be so depressed about the ghosting and so that's why why I want to um, reiterate with this episode that even if it's an uncomfortable conversation never ghost an autistic person please never never just ghost them always have the conversation even if it's uncomfortable, trust me. Even if you think that's going to hurt them, trust me. It'll hurt them more if you ghost them. And then they find out that you've been ghosting them and talking to others. So, yeah, just, just have the conversation. Because not everyone has that privilege of having things going well for them in life. And if they don't have things going well for them in life, if they're already in a pretty bad place, and then you ghost them on top of that... That can be bad. That is unfortunately what leads to suicidal ideations and suicide among autistics. It's really sad. It's really sad. It's just being constantly misunderstood and mistreated by society. No wonder we have such high suicide, high suicide rates among autistic people. Thankfully, thankfully, I am in a good place in my life. Thankfully, I have the privilege of that, being in a good place. And I'm not having suicidal ideations at the moment, but I know so many people are, and I have in the past, and so many people are having them. And that's what's really sad. That's what we need to, we need to change the way the world communicates with autistic people basically um so that's that's all i had to say for today i know it was a little 
darker than most of my episodes, but I hope it was really insightful and educa educational for everyone. Hope you enjoyed it. See you next time.